Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 309, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's a great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week packed with actionable insights on how to master your mindset and optimize your happiness. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Over the past half decade, I have become obsessed with efficiency to enhance my productivity and better utilize my time. And this has greatly improved my ability to focus on the things that truly matter to me. So today I want to talk about productivity, specifically the productivity system I use to keep my life, both my personal and my work life, organized. This system is what I've been using since I started this podcast. I realized with so many projects going on, I needed a way to stay organized, prioritize, sort, and track tasks, capture, track, and write ideas, schedule events and meetings, 
stay on top of project deadlines, and lastly, store and organize my digital files. So to do all of this, I needed to set up a productivity system, a way to integrate everything into one cohesive system. Now, this is something that I figured out through trial and error, but I want to share this system with you so that you don't need to go through as much trial and error. Now, this system breaks down into 17 parts and only takes three and a half hours each morning. <laughs> I'm messing with you. To kick off this productivity system, you need four main tools, a notebook, I prefer a digital version, which I'll get into why later, a calendar, a to-do list, and a way to store and organize all of your files. Now, there are a lot of people that swear and die by specific tools and apps. And I found some that work for me that are really simple and aren't too bulky and give me everything I need and nothing I don't. However, it is almost irrelevant, the specific tools that we use. What matters is figuring out a system, a way to organize all of your stuff, to figure out a system that doesn't slow you down, that allows you to get right to work, a system that works for you. So what I'd like each of you to extract from this episode Yes, these tools might work for you, but if not, I'm sure you can find others that work just as well. What's important is the cohesive system that pulls everything together. All right, all right, enough teasing. What does this system look like? Number one, note-taking. I use Apple Notes to write and organize all of my business ideas, my podcast and newsletter ideas, social media captions, and random but critical things like questions to continually ask myself to stay on track or random acts of kindness. Now, come to think of it, I don't ever remember purposefully choosing Apple Notes. In a way, Apple Notes kind of chose me. And this match made in heaven was because of how simple and easy it is. In the past, I tried alternatives, but for one reason or another, these just weren't working for me. And so Apple Notes became my go-to place. So how do I organize and structure my notes? The first thing I've done is organize all of my notes into folders and these are broken down into several folders. At the very top is my general notes folder. This is more of a catch-all, given you cannot delete this folder within Apple Notes. Thanks, Apple. I try not to store too much within this folder. This is more of a quick note where I might be pinched for time and need to get the thought down before I forget, get sidetracked, or a thought or idea that doesn't necessarily fit within another folder and is more of something I need to commit more time to think about. Later, when I have more time, I address the thought and if appropriate, I organize it into the proper folder, note, or address the thought in Asana or my Google Drive, which we'll discuss later. 
moving down folders. My most used folder is a folder labeled legacy divisions. This is the business that my podcast, newsletter, course, and coaching sits under. Within this folder sits several notes. And these notes are organized by each of my offerings, my podcast, newsletter, course, and coaching. Whenever I have an idea, a thought, and want to ensure it is downloaded from my brain to my phone, I store it in the note it relates to. So if I'm out walking and all of a sudden I have an episode idea for the podcast, I pull out my phone and place it within the appropriate note and put my phone away. Now, there are three reasons for this. Again, it ensures I don't lose the thought, but it also ensures I'm not mentally removed from my environment. And most importantly, that I'm not obstructing my clarity and creativity. Many of us struggle with a clouded mind, things we need to do or ideas constantly swishing around in our heads. I like to think of our minds as a river. The more freely water can flow down that river, the more clear and creative we are. If we are constantly bombarding ourselves with never-ending to-dos or building endless ideas, this tends to clog our river. It's like a pile of logs jamming together in an entangled mess, obstructing that flow of water. And when that happens, we feel overwhelmed and stuck, inevitably leading to a lack of productivity as well. Moving down my folders, I have a folder labeled questions to constantly ask myself. These are check-in questions that I refer to weekly. Questions like, am I really happy or am I just really comfortable? Is this project making me a better person? What would it take to snap out of my bad mood immediately? Now, these are just a few examples, but they give you a sense of how they can serve me and ensure I continue to be intentional with my weekly actions and thoughts. Lastly, I have a folder labeled to do. Now, I don't necessarily manage my to-dos through my notes app. This folder acts as a pre-filter to my to-do list. See, at first glance, sometimes we think a to-do is critical, but after sitting with the to-do longer and referencing our goals, we realize it is simply fluff. Yet again, another log that clogs our river. By putting these to-dos on a pre-filter list, I am able to qualify the to-do, which means I'm basically a professional plumber unclogging my pipe of thoughts. The benefit for me of having these notes captured digitally is for a couple of reasons. I get most of my ideas and creative thoughts when I'm in motion, traveling, or driving. And don't worry, I wait until I'm at a red light to record these ideas. Nonetheless, being able to jot these things down digitally while I'm traveling reduces the friction to record them. Because remember, ideas often drive our progress and what we create. And so it's critical that we capture them to bring them to life and capture them in a way that we can access them across multiple 
devices. Now, what's important is simplicity. This does not need to be complex or complicated. Simplicity within my notes comes in two forms. The organization of things into folders by subject and that my notes act as an initial staging area before going into things like my to-do list, Google Drive, or my calendar. Number two, calendar. I use Skynet calendar. I mean, Google calendar. And I use this for things like tracking my morning and evening routine, scheduling events and meetings, keeping track of project deadlines, setting recurring weekly reminders, scheduling monthly content planning, reviewing my personal and professional goal progress, and conducting my personal quarterly reviews. Now, if you were to look at my calendar, the first thing you'd notice is it looks like a box of lucky charms. And this is because everything is color coded. Each of the three businesses that I run are separated by three different colors. Whether I'm accessing my calendar via my phone or desktop, it's easy to understand and identify which items belong to which business. And along these lines, it helps me to stay accountable to the promises I've made to myself. And daily, it means I'm intentional with my time. Now, I try to only schedule meetings Tuesday through Thursday. This allows me to start off my week without being bombarded by meetings that could potentially cloud my judgment. And it provides me with the space and opportunity to address my most critical mission objectives. I mentioned earlier using my calendar for recurring reminders. This is a great way to build a new habit because each day you can see where you followed through with that habit and where you missed. That's a nice little tipperoo right there. I'm pretty sure that's not a word. Anyhow, again, this does not need to be complex. We are not scheduling out every little detail of our lives into our calendar, unless you're trying to create some sort of alibi. All right. In all seriousness, the idea is that our calendar gives us a bird's eye view of our week and month. It's a tool to create boundaries. It's a tool to help us stay on track. It's a tool to ensure we're intentional with our precious time. For many, scheduling and managing their calendar is a chore. It's a task, a dreaded weekly task. But what if we could make these things fun? Remember those questions in my note app? One of them is very fitting here to ask ourselves. What would this look like? If it was fun, we should always try to seek the fun aspect in things, even if historically they've been less enjoyable. We have to do them anyways. So why not try to make them fun? Number three, to-do list. This is my favorite my to-do list. And I'm not joking. I thoroughly enjoy thinking creatively about my to-do list and managing the things that will propel me. And to manage these to-dos, I use a platform called Asana. 
And similar to my calendar, it looks like a box of Lucky Charms. And this is because I not only have things broken down by company, but also categories for those companies. Remember earlier when we were discussing Apple Notes and how I mentioned everything is broken down into main folders with subcategories within them? Well, my to-dos are arranged in a similar fashion, meaning each category related to that particular business has its own category and color. So, for example, my Asana categories are broken down into podcast, newsletter, operations, social media, academy, aka course, and lastly, advertising. Each of these categories allows me to manage my most critical tasks related to that particular category. Now, what's critical when defining these tasks is ensuring that each task is written in the form of an action. So, for example, if you were to sift through my tasks, you'll see specific tasks like write and record episode 310, complete three digital offerings and send outline to designer, complete script outlines for next month. Each task is specific, measurable, and clear. And because I love efficiency, each task contains links to any assets or documents that I need to reference. Even though my Google Drive is super organized, which we'll discuss next, I do not want to burn any time searching for these things. It should be easy to understand the objective and locate any items quickly to complete that task. Now, within Asana, I have my tasks laid out by week, and what I have found to be most effective and less overwhelming is to look at things on a week-by-week basis, meaning anytime I access Asana, I'm only looking at the current week. Seeing the entire month, in some cases, can make us feel overwhelmed. Now, that's not to say I don't zoom out to ensure I'm not missing anything or veering off course, but I've gotten to a point where I know this just by looking at my week. And remember how I utilize my calendar, as we discussed earlier, keeping track of project deadlines and reviewing my personal and professional goal progress? These act as a nice check and balance. Now, another helpful tip. I try to keep my tasks to three to six items, no more a day. When we start to get to 10, 15 items in a day, we're most likely losing track of what's really important, what's mission critical. Now, that's not to say that I don't have some of those days. I certainly do, but these are few and far between. And days where this does happen, I organize them by priority top to bottom. Meaning, if I'm looking at my week and looking at Wednesday, and there are 10 tasks, the most critical are in descending order. A good rule of thumb when it comes to our to-dos. If you're constantly pushing back a to-do, it's most likely not important. And if that's the case, Delete it, remove it from your list because the only thing that it's doing is clogging up precious space and obstructing the more critical tasks. 
One little feature that I love about Asana is that it shows you your task updates, meaning each time that you move a task back and back, pushing it out to the end of the week or next week, it gives a history at the bottom of the task. This is a great physical indicator that the task is most likely irrelevant. Remember, our daily actions are the compounding interest of success. Number four, organize all of your files. I use Google Drive to manage all of my files, things like my photos, videos, interview preparation, goals, achievements, newsletter outlines, podcast scripts, and my podcast and newsletter content schedule. Now, what's nice about using Google Drive is yet again, I can access these files while I'm traveling. Maybe you're starting to see a trending theme around removing friction. The less friction, the greater efficiency, an increased chance of following through on things. Similar to my notes, calendar, and to-do lists, everything within my drive is organized into folders and subfolders. So for each company, I have folders labeled accounting, advertisers, legal, marketing, operations, products, and services. Each file has its appropriate home within these folders, making it fairly simple to locate files. But it's also easy for others to navigate these files. This means that the individual that edits my videos, the individual that edits my podcasts, my executive coordinator that coordinates interviews and communicates with advertisers, navigating all of these folders is a breeze for them which means they're more efficient with their work and we collectively avoid wasting time searching through piles of complex folders, sheets, and docs. Now, another little trick. When I have recurring calendar invites for things like my personal and professional goal progress or my personal quarterly review, I attach the docs or sheets right in the invite. A nice little way to avoid sifting through my drive. I merely open the event, follow the details in the description of the event, and click the attached docs or sheets. It makes things so damn simple. I also use my Google Drive to share digital assets that others can download. Hint, hint, I'm going to be offering more of these in the coming months. More to come on that. Now, something I always remind myself, more and more of our lives are turning digital. And just like our physical space being organized and clutter-free is critical to our focus and deep work, so is our digital space. This is my productivity system. That's how I organize my life. If I have any advice for you, it would be to start small. Set up those systems in advance. Make sure that you create those folders and that structure and adapt and change as your life changes. This is one problem many of us get into. We think that our lives are always going to be the same. The systems and tools that worked for us yesterday may not serve us tomorrow. Remember, what's important is the structure of our productivity system, relevant of how many tools become obsolete to you. The thing that truly matters is a way to integrate everything into one cohesive 
system. This week's shout-out is by Bets Art, who wrote a review on Apple Podcasts. Honestly, one of the best on this platform, in my opinion. Scott and his wisdom and overall approach to life is a total blessing to people. I highly, highly recommend you start listening to his podcast. I'm so sure he will gain even more wisdom now that he has unlocked the wonder world of parenting. Isn't that the truth? For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into my simple productivity system. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.